Gorgeous, beautiful souls, welcome to another episode of Heart and Soul. Today we talk about books, what we love to read, summer reads, and of course we share some of the books we wrote and published ourselves with you. Welcome to this gorgeous episode, Janet. I know you're a book lover at heart and probably soul, right? Absolutely. I think it gives it away just behind me. <laughs> and you can't even see the full length of the, the bookshelf. <laughs> yeah, I'm a book lover. Definitely. Definitely. Always have been. From childhood right through to now. Anytime, pick up a book and love a story. What about you, Caroline? Yeah, definitely. As a child, I remember um, we had trams, you know, I, I don't even know how they're called in English, but, you know, just public transport. And, and I had to walk maybe five minutes back home from school. And I was reading on the way. I was reading in 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 the tram and then I was reading on the way home. And people knew me. Oh, she's the girl that reads walking. And uh, it's so exciting. And having books that really, yeah, open up to dream or... Um, just explore things and we can learn so much from books and yeah what's your favorite genre what kind of books do you love or have you loved and how has it changed oh, I'm, I read a whole range of things because I'm doing um, a degree in creative writing and then started the master's in creative writing we had to read all sorts of, of books um, I, I mean I I go from one thing to the other. I mean, I've even gone through stages of where I read young adult books because I think the sort of, if you want fantasy, some of them are really well written. Um, I, a book takes you on an adventure. So it very much depends on what mood I'm in as to what book I'll pick up because I mean, I have a lot of self-help and self-development books as well. So those non-fiction books. I have to say, I'm a bit of a lover of a fantasy. <laughs> I love the total escapism of it. And I think that goes right back to my childhood because I grew up in Northern Ireland at the height of the Troubles. And as, a, as an introvert and highly sensitive child, as an empath, it really, really affected me. But books were my way of escape. Mm-hmm. You'd find me sitting up a tree with a book <laughs> or lying on the on the lawn or sitting on a windowsill I mean a bit like you I I was always the one known with the book (laughs) yeah and that's wonderful because yeah it's it creates a safe haven you know and a sacred space for just you your book the words and the dreams or how you can identify with the characters and I love that. I love that. I mean, yeah, in my youth, I read girls' books, probably, you know, of young women going on adventure in cities and learned about other cities. And then I really, really love criminal stories, you know, and uh, I still do. I still do. But 
to be honest, during the night, I mean, I read on my iPad in bed because then I can lie on the side and I have it and then I can fall asleep and, and the iPad goes dark. Yes. And it's usually romance stories. Yes, I'm a hard person. And sometimes it can really, really help you. You know, it's 18th century, usually London, you know, <laughs> or, or the UK. You can learn so much about former times and, and how this has helped. And usually are the books that that the feminine character is sort of like, not fitting in you know she's more courageous she wants to stand her own truth and creates her own boundaries which is always good for everyone and uh, yeah and I love during summer break you know when you used to go to the beach or up in the mountains especially at the beach I love a hard copy to read because if you have cream on your hand or the sand you don't want that to go on on a, on an ipad or a kindle because that that hurts it so i love then to go shopping in bookstores secondhand bookstores and get some copies of any kind of things and we can always learn so much I for a while I read Daniel Steele you know but it was sort of that that psychological background and when she shared about unhealthy people or you know psychopaths or narcissists you you get that from the character he said oh wow yeah I've been there or I've met this kind of person and I love this intrigue when you can sort of see parallels in yeah. your own world and what's your favorite book at the moment or do you have a favorite book all time favorite book well um that's always a hard one for me because uh, I just love all my books um I I would probably say right now because I'm sort of a little bit more into um back into the non-fiction self-help self-development um books because I think I haven't had an overload for my course of books that I didn't actually particularly enjoy if I'm honest um I loving this one at the moment Brene Brown is an amazing person she has done so much she's a statistician and she sort of like does all of these surveys and does all of this really in-depth look at social structures and behaviors and so this book actually is quite good because it's actually pulled together a lot of her research she's a big researcher and it's it's beautifully it's beautifully presented because there's lovely photographs that's nicely laid out so very very much enjoying this I actually have the audio book as well <laughs> because I I think it's great that you can read books in many different formats now as you mentioned so that you can read on a kindle you know audio books are also great for somebody who is on the go so if you're sitting in your car you can still effectively be reading um you know so there's there's lots of different different ways so what about you caroline what's your favorite book just a quick question for our podcast oh, listeners can yes. you maybe read the title 
Oh, yes, sorry. And um, Brene Brown, Atlas of the Heart, Mapping Meaningful Connections and the Language of Human Experience. Absolutely. And it is an absolutely beautiful book. Uh-huh. And I, for our listeners on the cover, there's the form of a human heart. And yes. it, it's really beautiful with beautiful pictures. I can, so. I can take a picture of this and upload it on the, the comment section okay. um, that you can see. But yes, this is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And it's all about heart and soul and the connection and the love and everything. So my all-time favorite book is Eat, Pray, Love. And a dear friend gave me that. Oh, eight, no, oh, nine, um, just after my marriage ended. And I think it was just about the time it came out. And it was so good to read that book. I had so many parallels, you know. She went for a divorce. I went for a divorce. We had to reconnect with who we are. Of course, I didn't go to Bali and, and pray or find love, but it's just. A, a gorgeous book on so many levels and I've read it since two or three more times because yeah you can reread the books certain books now but this one definitely it is deeply meaningful for me this book and it came at the right time I mean books always come at the right time to support us through a hardship or a challenging life situation as well right Exactly. And I think you're absolutely right that certain books you can reread and you actually gain because it's a different period or you've moved on, you get something different from the book. So I definitely can I can see the value in that. And Eat Prayer Love is a great book. And we went to Bali. <laughs> yes, we've been there together and we know how the feel. I mean, Bali is the place of love, you know, you just have an open heart and that's truly amazing. But we're talking about someone else's books and you have published books and have amazing books as well so share one two three of yours please oh well where do I start (laughs) no as a book lover and and a writer but the same as you Caroline that's um we're both authors we both want to share our stories and different different ways I mean I think sort of this one was my first non-fiction book Right to Heal and that was inspired after (laughs) writing my first fiction book um because this had been on my mind for a long, long time, the Naked Knitting Club. Uh, and it took a lot of years to get there to write it. And it's taking a little bit the same to write book two, but hold on, it is coming. And even though this is a fiction book, it is very much based on a transformational journey for the protagonist, for the lead character. And some people get it and some people don't quite get the reason why it's the Naked Knitting Club. But it's all about sort of really stepping past your fears and coming out the other side and how when we take that leap of faith, how life can actually start to change. It's also about friendships as well with these sort of eclectic group of people that this character would never have thought to meet with. 
and how they become her absolute true friends mm-hmm. and it's I, I I mean of course I, I'm biased but I love the characters and you've read it Caroline haven't you yes I've read it and I have to say it's such a beautiful story and a catching story so I read it one Sunday in one go because I couldn't lay it down it was sort of like oh and of course like so many other readers I probably wait for the book two to come but it's that is the part of writing it's for me it's sort of 95 percent is done sort of just thinking about it and and letting it simmer or writing in your head or creating the story or knowing what to write about and then it's only the last five percent to just get it out you know type it on the keyboard and just let it flow out but it's that inner process of of the book creation that is so important and can't be rushed exactly I mean it I had two different writing processes writing fiction as opposed to non-fiction the fiction as you sort of say it was in my head it was almost like a movie playing out that I'm trying to to write to capture in words whereas the the non-fiction when I was writing right to heal it was more structured where I made a structure, a plan of the content, what I was going to put in there. So that was a more structured approach. Mm-hmm. So it was, complete, was, for me, completely different experience writing fiction and nonfiction. What about you, Caroline? You have a, you have a couple of books as well. Tell us about yes, those. I have. I have two of my own, you know, and and uh, these are just memoirs you know my stories both books are about 30 chapters independent chapters so that was easy I just had a list of things I wanted to write and then just wrote one chapter at the go and the first one is conversations with me and this is about how I learned to reconnect with myself because having been in an unhealthy marriage with emotional abuse, I learned all about that and I gave myself up completely. I woke up one day not knowing who I am anymore and learning to reconnect with myself was essential while going through the whole divorce caboodle thingy. And any one of us leaves parts of ourselves behind because we feel, oh, I don't want to show this, or we've trained as a teenager, this isn't a nice trade, or whatever else, you know. So it's truly important to connect with who we are, truly are all parts of us. And the second book is Loving Conversations with Me, and I started writing that after another relationship failed I sound like Adele you know with her best albums but it's truly and after that married uh, that relationship ended I felt so unlovable and something was wrong with me and coming out I realized I was needy of love and I only ever felt loved in a relationship so I knew 
this isn't the way to live. You know, I can't be dependent of someone else to feel loved. So it's that journey within to connect with the love within. And we can all do that. And especially the second book, writing the second book was a deeply healing journey because, yeah, it's raw, it's authentic, it's it's honest. And yeah. I thought I've healed so much, but writing the book, it's just another level. And my books always have a healing exercise at the end of each chapter. So my readers can go through the same process I did. And of course, we have many collaborative books. I think I've been part in one of your gorgeous uplift book. The uplift, yes, that was inspired by our world pandemic. (laughs) And it was wonderful to have so many people, including yourself, Caroline, participate in this book because it just brought people together at a time when we were being pushed apart. And it it was, I mean, I still pick it up because, of course, it was printed in colour. So anybody in the podcast, you need to have a little look. separately but it is inside there's some artwork and illustrations that are it was important for it to be in color Mm -hmm. and Caroline has channeled you channeled your your lovely piece in there and it's very I mean even picking it up now and just flicking through or reading one of the stories it, it is as it was meant to be Raising spirits, sharing love, and inspiring hope. Mm-hmm. And it, and I it's mean, every everyday book. I mean, yeah, we can always do with more love, with more inspiration, and of hope, of course, and feeling uplifted. And I love books like this where you can just open up. And many of my readers say they read my books and then they sort of like open it up, like an oracle card deck and get to one chapter so this is just what I needed to remind myself of and the uplift book is is the same you know and and that's gorgeous and yeah I've been part of I mean my very first publication now I think it was another book but I had some of my true angel stories published in Diana Cooper's true mm-hmm. angel stories book. And that was really, really great. And I felt so good. And I, I shared one stories in, in another book. Of course, I can't remember how it's called, but yeah. And recently, was it last year? It's the Soul Shine book. And I shared my story also about yeah connecting to your soul and shining I mean heart and soul actually yes isn't it amazing and I love you know when you have one chapter like in the uplift book you and it's part of then a whole collaboration of a gorgeous bundle of love and uh, yeah it's always helpful and yeah what do you I have another one that I collaborated mm-hmm. in Voices of Hope and I shared my story of how going through the, the whole premature um, primary ovarian failure which led to 
early menopause in my teens and how books were important to me to cope and how words and storytelling was an important part of my journey. So that's, you know, shared in there. And then as part of the, the master's creative writing, we also did this book and I have a, a piece in there that I've that I'd written. Um, so it's 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 lovely to be part of something because it's interesting to see and read other people's stories in those books as well as your own. And I think it's it's it is amazing when a group come together. I mean, your soul shine book, beautiful book, and Dare we mention to our listeners and viewers that maybe we are going to be doing a little book? <laughs> yes, of Can course. We put it of course. <laughs> there will be a heart and soul book, of course, sharing our heart and soul with you. Just stay tuned. Yes. And that will be amazing. And do you have any words for aspiring writers or people who love to maybe have their book or their stories published? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, <laughs> one of my dreams is also to sort of help other people to write their books. It's still it's still there. And perhaps it's something that will come together with what we're doing right now. But I would say to you, write. Get notebooks, take notes and write. I mean, some people say, oh, you have to write every day. I didn't feel that. I like to write when I feel like writing. Um, and even if it's just observing, like if you go to, I've just come back from Dubai and I love sitting with a coffee or a drink and I just love watching the world go by and the people and the interactions and what's going on. And that to me is part of like storytelling because you know, if you can capture that in words and describe a scene, that's that's what we're doing because you're sharing that. You're inviting your reader to be there when they read what you've written. So it's, it is it is very important to practice your craft, but also to know what, what feels good to you. Because I know when I did the MA course, they were pushing me in a direction that wasn't sitting right with me that I wanted to write. I was writing to meet their criteria and that wasn't right for me. So you need to find out what, what makes your heart and soul sing. What is, some people are great at like cozy mysteries. Some people are great at the romance storytelling. Some people are great at travel. Some people are great at fantasy. Find out what you, love because you do you write you write from your heart is that correct Caroline absolutely absolutely and you pour your soul into your words absolutely so it is a heart and soul experience I mean I've also gone through sort of self-publishing route um Caroline how did you get your books out into the world I went with a publisher and that was good because then I had sessions, you know, sometimes you need that coaching aspect or someone to sort of guide you through the process and keeping you on track or deciding on the title or the structure of your book. Because when I started writing, I just said, I wanted to share my stories, you know, yeah. sort of to inspire others. And then he said, oh, 
you're writing memoirs. And I thought, sort of, do I? Wow, I, I had no idea, but it's true, you know, and then just getting the right, yeah, nick for it, you know, having those chapters independent, whereas, or going through a whole story or whatever it is. And yeah, it's always good to have someone read a couple of chapters and tell you, yeah, you're on the right path, or we can adjust a little bit here, or especially with my first book, not being too blunt. <laughs> I think, yeah, because when it's per when it's very personal, I mean, you have to also consider the legality side of things, and there's certain things you can't put in there and I think that's what sometimes people who self-publish aren't aware of is that you do have to be very careful I mean fantasy is fine because it's so made up but when you're talk, telling your real stories you need to things like change names change characters slightly there's a little bit of tweaking exactly. <laughs> needs to go on exactly yeah mm -hmm. yeah so dear viewers and listeners share with us your favorite book or your favorite summer read what you just what you're reading or you did during the holidays so it's always lovely to get to know new books because there's so many amazing books out there and I always love to hear about new books and that Brony Brown Heart book <laughs> has sure intrigued me. So do you have some final words, Janet, as well? Yeah, I mean, everybody has the capability of writing a book. Some people are really feel it's something they really want to do. And if that's the case, is just start writing, start, start today, start doing it and see where it goes. I mean, yes, publishing a book is a process and you may need help and assistance to do that because there's the editing, there's the cover design, there's the layout design, there's getting ISBN numbers and sometimes that's just overwhelms people. Um, but you know, if you've got any questions about that, I'm happy to answer about the self-publishing route and, you know, but start because it is amazing when you hold your big baby in your hands, isn't it, Caroline? Yeah, I remember when that first box arrived of my box, and I, I think I did a Facebook Live, I opened the box, and I saw, and then holding that box, it's just amazing. And yeah, and it, it's always, it's great gifts, first of all. It's always good to have around. It's... Uh, and a sneak peek for clients to see how you take or what you're teaching and, and gives insights or if you go to uh, a summit or something, you can always bring a couple of books with you. And it's always a good way to engage people to talk about or, yeah, having them share some love and part of your soul with your readers. I think that's true. They hear your voice when they read it, they're getting to know you. So certainly for a coach or a healer or anyone who's got a business where you're, you're interacting with your clients, it's a great tool to build that connection, that trust right from the get-go. So come on, write your book. 
<laughs> yeah, and keep reading books. That's also inspiring. And uh, yeah, next week, we're going to talk about healthy boundaries. I think it's especially, especially needed during the summertime when we're so out there, like, um, you know, I went on a hike with my two older kids and the dog. Of course, I had to prepare everything for the dog. I had to pack the backpack and have snacks and drinks and everything ready and, and sunscreen and, 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 and my two adult kids, they just had to dress themselves and put their hiking boots on and then they were ready. And I thought sort of, okay, you know, it's another sign of asking for help and maybe creating some healthy boundaries don't always take it on it's so much going on going out there and I feel healthy boundaries is always a good topic I th I absolutely agree I think in our world today there's um, I have to say that particularly women were not very good at it and as you say mothers as well so it's definitely a topic so join us next week it will be a good one yeah exactly when you learn to say yes to your own heart and soul thank you so much for being here with us and i will share we will share the links to our books if you're intrigued or love to find out more and share your favorite book in the comments and always love to hear from you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Namaste.